here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.5 FM in Stellenbosch. The viewpoint on SAFM. So every year on the 22nd of April, Earth Day is observed across the globe and people and major stakeholders take part in civil activities and work towards raising awareness about critical issues that the Earth is facing. And uh, tonight we're in conversation with Dr. Liz Barclay, uh, the uh, Senior Lecturer in Systems Thinking and Future Studies at the University of Stellenbosch Business School. And uh, she will highlight how the problem with our environment and global warming starts in our households with our early morning coffee, she says. Dr. Barclay? Good evening. I start my morning every day with with coffee and, and I'm so environmentally conscious. Yes, we all do. But do you actually that early think about where the coffee comes from, where the salt coffee grounds go afterwards? If you run out for a takeaway cup, where does that go, even if you put it in a recycle bin? Because that's the question. I've never thought of them. That's why we have you on the show to educate us. (laughs) Tell us more. Well, um, that is, it's been found that we create so much plastic. And Mm. um, in the early 1950s, we thought it's the best thing ever. But, of course, it's been manufactured from oil, and we know the process there is quite intricate, um, creates a lot of pollution, but it doesn't stop there. Um, that We found that about 5,800 million tons of primary plastic that we've created over the um, couple of um, decades that we don't actually use. Only 9% of that has been re- recycled from 1950. And also, uh, if we throw, for example, the coffee grounds, it goes to a landfill, and that goes for your banana peels and mm-hmm. a lot of your products that you think, oh, well, we're going to throw it. It's going to become part of the ground again, but it doesn't. In the landfill, it basically rots, uh, festers and create, um, releases methane gas. Oh, and wow. methane gas is um, actually 25 times more potent than carbon dioxide and plays a massive role in our climate change, in um, in the warming of the atmosphere, um, the greenhouse effect. So um, that is why it's so important to consider um, the products we use and where it goes when we throw it away. Wow. And, and I mean, you've just mentioned um, coffee as well and bananas, which banana peels, which I thought were, were biodegradable. Um, what are some of the materials that we use every day um, that we may not necessarily be aware that they are not uh, environmentally friendly? Well, basically, um, it depends on how you discard it. If yeah. you discard, for example, it goes to the landfill, even though it's biocredible, it just takes very long and releases methane gas. The other things, for example, um, a lot of, uh, if you don't clean the product properly and you do recycle it, um, they can't recycle it. Certain mm-hmm. colors of glass, um, our country has done quite a lot to recycle glass and tin, but um, plastic, for example, can only be recycled in a lower level use. So, for example, if you throw away a plastic bottle, it can become a bag or something. It doesn't necessarily become part of your computer um, box or something. So um, there's quite a number of products. And the way we can deal with that is actually be conscious of our products and um, 
say no for buying too much new stuff and mm-hmm. um, rather look at vintage. Um, uh, you've seen the, the trend is massive in terms of zero waste. There's a, quite a number of zero waste stores in the country in South Africa mm-hmm. where you basically take your own bag, you take your own glass jar, you take something and you fill it there to cut away the plastic. Mm-hmm. And um, then when you throw it as well, think about it. Can you actually give it to somebody else? Can it be fixed? Um, there is a fixing culture growing. Now, we already have seeds in the rural areas and in the townships mm-hmm. that there is a massive fixing culture. But that is not in the first way a world country. So for them to actually fix something, it's a massive mind shift that they're making it at the moment. Yeah. And, and I mean, what can we do um, to adopt a zero waste lifestyle, what are some of the habits that we can adopt in our everyday lives? That is basically consciousness the whole time. Thinking mm. about if somebody hands you a card or a piece of paper or something, think about it. What's going to happen to this? Because I don't want it. And we all, if you drive around, you get handed it in shops and at the um, crossing um, where you stop at with your car. And it's like, what are, what's that going to do? Um, samples of things is everything you buy. Where is it going to end off? Um, if you feel mm. like, oh, I'm so depressed and I need to buy clothes and you're going to... Um, one of these cheaper stalls, and you know you're going to maybe wear it once, and then what are you going to do with it? Uh, so it's this consciousness the whole time, not taking plastic, but reusable bags, reusable jars to the shop when you go and buy. Now, of course, COVID has um, changed this a bit, um, that we see that a lot of shops are not as willing to um, use, like you use your own jars, but there's a lot of, uh, many of these zero waste shops actually deliver. Mm-hmm. So the shops and the businesses in a country, our country, as well as in the world, are also changing their way of looking at, okay, we can't just give everybody plastic, so plastic bags, or how can we repackage? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we redesign our business systems um, and everything that is circular, that we somehow we, we basically, what is put out in the system, we put back in the system instead of just discarding it. Yeah, and let's talk about how we can um, recycle waste at home. Yes, there it is important to understand how it is recycled, what goes where, what is recyclable. Mm. Start a composting bin, that's very important. There are very cute ones you can start um, buy for a quite expensive or you can just get a bucket and put your peels and your coffee grounds in that um get some bakashi or, or maybe earthworms and basically just start uh, recycling now, a lot of um, um a lot of these uh, places with um within your area actually do take recycling they do take what you your compost so you can just take it to places and they will then use it um, because a lot of times, especially your community gardens, your urban gardens, they're actually they're looking for compost. Mm. Um, but there isn't just people turning up with it. And there is a trend now where you go to your urban gardens, you go to the people that you can see are gardening and say, well, here is my compost from my window or from a bucket um, take it, put it in the land, put it back in the land. So it's these small things that doesn't have to cost you money. You don't Mm -hmm. have to have, go on um, Instagram and say, oh, it's all these sexy jars that all look the same with this aesthetic. You don't have to do that. You buy peanut butter, use that peanut butter jar to buy or put something else in it or go to the store and buy something from one of the reuse bins. So Mm -hmm. there is all these options that you can just consciously make. That um, If you go and get coffee, get yourself a cup that you can keep using over and over again get yourself a bag if you go to a conference or something or you get handed a bag or you buy one bag just keep using
putting that same back. So it doesn't have to cost money. It's not necessarily an elitist thing that um, can only be done by Instagram stars or, mm. or rich people. Everybody can do it. Absolutely. And we already see that um, in the indigenous areas, in the rural areas, where a lot of the products that have been used through the ages and handed down are being used again because it's made from wood, it's made from materials that are sustainable, that are material that's part of the earth and then can basically go back to the earth in its natural form. So we see that, for example, in Japan, there's a specific comb that's made from bamboo that's handed from generation to generation and that's becoming very thought after again because it is so natural. Yeah. So it's basically all these very conscious decisions that you have to make in your life. And uh, tomorrow we are observing World, World Earth Day. And what is the call to action this year? Uh, basically, we have to rethink what we do. Um, from our perspective, we have to think about uh, regenerative. Be, um, what, how, what can we do to put back in the earth? Mm-hmm. Um, my example of basically put your banana peels in your coffee ground in a bin and take it to somebody with a garden or put it in your own garden. And what can we do to regenerate our system? Plant trees, put trees on your windowsill, grow your own um, food from food scraps in your, in your kitchen. Um, what can we do to regenerate and rebuild the earth um, and not just to think about, oh, well, when I put it in the bin, it's away and it's no longer my problem. Because eventually it will be your problem and your children's and those their children's problem. Absolutely. And and we, we, we actually need to realize that once we've passed, we need to, um, you know, have the world and the earth and the environment still um, conducive for those that come after us as well. Absolutely. Dr. Liz Barclay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. That's World Earth Day. And remember to observe it tomorrow. I know that normally we are also asked to switch off the lights that we're not using for about an hour, which I think it should be an everyday thing as well. We really, really need to take care of our planet. And as I said, it's a business on Wednesday and we'll be profiling Two companies today that are really making a difference. And after the break, we'll be speaking to um, a company which cutting edge creativity for better digital marketing solutions. Stay with us.